laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for, <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't. Thanks for tuning in to the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio every Wednesday from high noon to 2 p.m. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I am hanging out here at the station. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, on her way. Exciting stuff. Big news, I'm always right. Crazy stuff going on. 29 minutes ago, New York Senate passes bill on Trump's tax returns and pardon power. Well, huh, really? Something about those tax returns? Was that a, hey, welcome to the AltaCast. Ooh, uh, it is so hard to do it by myself at high noon because I have so many things that I want to tell Latoya today. Um... Anyways, just, I mean, personal things. Anybody who listens to this, like, that's kind of what we talk about. The personal is political, everyone. I won't be here for the next two weeks. This is my last episode until the end of May because I'm going on tour in beautiful, amazing Portland, Oregon, then heading up to Seattle, Washington. Really excited leaving Friday, and I'm kind of nervous and kind of super excited, and I have all these shows I'm on, I'm so stoked. So many cool shows, and a lot of them are specifically like about alcohol and stuff, which for me works out because I have a lot of material about that. My favorite abortion joke, in fact, it deals with me being an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic, all right? I don't have a problem with it. I just really like to drink. I'm a responsible drunk. I never had any kids, I don't drive a car. Bam, I get to drink. What? On Tuesday night? Yeah, last night I, after work, I kind of stayed a little later than I needed to, but it was because my buddy Travis was hanging out and we're talking and today at three o'clock we're going to be building some magic decks. I remembered I brought all my cards and we're going to build some decks because when I go to Portland and Seattle, I'm going to play some magic. Why not? They're weird up there. They like that shit. All right, let's see what's going on in the world. New York State Senate passes bill on Trump's tax returns and pardon power. The New York State Senate took another step toward revealing President Trump's state tax return, passing a bill on Wednesday which would require the release of any state tax returns requested by the chair of the Federal House Ways and Means Committee, the Senate Finance Committee, or the Joint Committee on Taxation. Go New York! Thank you. Thank you for having balls. The Big Apple has balls. Finally, someone steps up and says, Oh, we can impeach this person who's a liar, who lies. Unpresidential character, behavior unbefitting of our chief officer. And clearly, he's done that. That's the lying. But also, if he made more money in 2018 than he did in 2017... He's using his 
status as the president to make money. And that's like another thing that's a conflict of interest. Impeach him. Why is everybody so afraid? What's the bigger, that's the thing. What's the bigger secret that everyone's hiding? I mean, can we please abolish the electoral college? Can we please have one person, one vote in the United States? Can we please stop subjugating an entire group of people and not letting them vote? Crazy, 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 crazy. All right. Well, let's let's get back to it. The bill is likely to pass the state assembly, which is also controlled by Democrats, and to be signed by the Democratic governor, Andrew Cuomo, a frequent critic of Mr. Trump. State Senator Brad Hoylman, who sponsored the bill, told CB, CSNBC or CBSN in April that the bill was in response to the administration's stonewalling of congressional requests to provide Mr. Trump's federal tax returns. Here you have a president who is stonewalling the U.S. Congress, a co-equal branch of the government undertaking the, its important oversight responsibilities, Hoylman said. Lo and behold, we have Donald Trump's tax returns here in the state of New York, and we can provide them to Congress if the IRS, if the Treasury Department won't. The Senate also passed a bill which would allow state prosecutors to bring charges against individuals who receive presidential pardons, but only when the president has a conflict of interest in the case, such as pardoning relatives or former employees. Currently, state prosecutors cannot bring charges based on the same facts used to convict individuals of federal crimes for which they received pardons, creating a so-called double jeopardy loophole. This bill could eventually apply to Mr. Trump's one-time campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, a former New York resident who was serving time in prison on federal charges. Mr. Trump has said that he believed Manafort was treated poorly by prosecutors and has hinted at issuing a pardon for his former campaign chairman. It was never discussed, but I won't take it off the table. Why would I take it off the table? Mr. Trump said of potential pardon of Manafort in an interview with New York Post in November. It was never discussed, but I wouldn't take it off the table. Why would I take it off the table? Why would I repeat things and not have the vocabulary of a third grader? The new thing is, do you you hear the new rumor that he actually can't read? I mean, I can't believe that. It's not true. It's not true. It's fake news. It's got to be fake news. I'm not spreading fake news. I'm just saying that's what I've heard. It's from a nice lady um, who's a neighbor. I have a... The back of my jacket has a picture of Trump yelling and it says, fuck Trump. And I, and I wear it proudly. And I feel terrible about swearing in front of children with my clothing, but come on. So this lady, I see her in the neighborhood all the time walking her adorable papillon. And she saw my jacket and she said, right, fuck that guy. And then we started a conversation and we ta- I told her to come by today. I was like, please come by and tell me all the things you were saying on the air. Um, she was like, I'm old. I've been through a lot of presidents. I remember Kennedy. And she was going back through all the presidents. She's like, but no one's as bad as him. And uh, I agree. Alice, she's badass. And uh, she, we talked about how terrible he is. And then she's the one who told me, you know he can't read. And I was like, I don't know if that's true or not. That can't be true. But I'd love to believe it. Nothing could make me happier than finding out like that that's a big that's the big cover up or something. And just I'd, I'd love that because he's so pretentious and awful. I, oh man, just 
rich people hiding their wealth. Like, I'm a Stephen King fan. The, he wrote an article about two years back saying, tax me more. He was like, I make too much money. Tax me. Tax the rich. And he runs two radio stations in Maine because he's an amazing person and he's a job creator. Shout out to Stephen King. Mr. Trump has recently gone after officials in New York. New York Attorney General Letitia James issued subpoenas to Deutsche Bank and Investors Bank as part of a new probe looking into the financing of four Trump Organization projects and a failed attempt to buy the Buffalo Bills back in 2014. New York State and its governor, Andrew Cuomo, are now proud members of the group of presidential harassers. Mr. Trump tweeted back in March. He added, no wonder people are fleeing the state in record numbers. The witch hunt continues. Uh... That, I'm going to read that quote again uh, with his voice. New York State and its governor, Andrew Cuomo, are now proud members of the group of presidential harassers. Mr. Trump tweeted in March. He added, no wonder people are fleeing the state in record numbers. The witch hunt continues. So New York State said, oh, you won't provide the federal tax returns? You know what? You know where he, you know where he, uh, where, hey, he had state tax returns. So that's state tax returns. So they can, they're trying to request them um, from New York State, which I think is amazing and super smart. And really, kudos on New York for standing up to Trump, which is he's, he's a horrible, evil person that needs to be uh, impeached. And, and I think, is it Steve Mnuchin, uh, that goofy-looking dude? That's part of the thing the Federal Reserve is trying to withhold tax returns. Well, but that's the federal tax returns. This yeah. is the state, state. tax returns. Ah. So New York State's like, we got balls. We're going to stand up and say, where You've been are fucking your returns? Us the whole yeah, absolutely. If he makes more money in, um, if he makes more money in 2018 than 2017, then we can prove that, you know, he used his presidential status without he shouldn't have. He use it in a way that's not good. I'm, I'm, I'm a little slow today. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's, uh, it's. I'm a little slow today. I'm always. It was slow. hard to. It was hard to read the to read the thing. I stayed up later than I should have last night. Are you excited? Um, Is that why? Okay. Uh, cool. So here we are. It's Alticast. Latoya is a few minutes late. That's no big CPT. deal. Here we are. Uh, so here here's the crazy. Are. So I have some crazy personal news check this out this is well first i'm leaving this friday it's going to be crazy and so next week is flat black plastic is going to be subbing so he's going to be spinning records and uh, socialist records i don't know what that means and then the week after joanna bateman's going to be here so she's wanted to co-host and run the board so that'll be great and then i'll be back but i'm going to portland for 12 days and i've got all my shows together and it's totally amazing and i'm really excited and uh, and then, so this is the crazy news. This is the crazy news. I got a text from a lady this week, and she said, "Hey, uh, you were you come highly recommended from another person I nanny for, and it said we're we're interested in bringing a nanny to Burning Man this year. <laughs> Give us a call." So oh, I weird. called her, and we talked yesterday, and they want a nanny for their seven-year-old at Burning Man from. August 19th through September 4th. So, because they're a part of the setup crew. 
And they want to get high. Well, well, not that, but that they can't actually do their job with the seven-year-old around because they're... It's dangerous. They're building stuff. Right, they're building stuff. Yeah. And they're on teams and they're doing stuff and it's you can't, you, you can't have your kids with you, but they want to bring their kid. And so... Ooh. Right? Isn't that crazy? How much we talk? I don't know. That's the thing. We're going to discuss numbers next week. And so... That's three weeks. That's it's twenty days. It's, twenty days. Yeah, it's almost three weeks. Yeah. It's almost three weeks. I mean, that's. Do you do you get a free ticket? Yes, me? that's the thing. Is that they're gonna, <laughs> they they have my ticket. They actually have like a little yurt, so I'd even live. Oh, I wouldn't snap. have to have any t- tenting, camping. Didn't They'd you say bring all if my you were food. to go back? They would, you would have to have a yurt. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> everything's falling into it's, place. And it's twelve years later. So I went in 2007, and I said I'll never go back. I'll never go back. But now. 12 years later in 2019 it's a job it's a job and that's the other thing is like and we talked about I talked openly about drugs with her and stuff here's the thing I'm too old to do those crazy kid drugs no more space rocks no more molly sorry kids it's too strong I don't know what you're doing you're all insane also cocaine don't do it also acid what fucking third eye am I gonna open what doors of perception have I not gone through with the fucking 300 hits of acid I've taken in my life I don't need to do it and I don't even want to do it anymore it's like I would want to go to Burning Man to be like look I'm awake in the morning let's do some fucking yoga like the, I'll just smoke pot like I do all the time every day all the time or hashish and yeah pot eat it whatever and drink a little but not even that much because I'm gonna be watching a child and I'm responsible I never drink when I'm around children now do I I love to drink motherfucking yes i do i love alcohol but i'm also not an alcoholic because i'm responsible i don't drive a car it doesn't it doesn't interfere when you're an alcoholic it's that something in your life becomes unmanageable because the the use of whatever in whatever drugs you're over. taking so if you're now yeah so either you're an alcoholic like where you're physically dependent on it and you have the shakes and you need to and that's no good but i don't have that but then also like I don't have any kids. I work in a bar. Like, I'm allowed to drink there. It, it, but you don't drink constantly because you're handling food. Because I'm right. And you might chop yourself up. Right. And, I had, and burn yourself. I had two beers during my shift last night. That's and then something. after, after I had way too many. And I kept going, I'm just drinking PBR now because, you know, this, those IPAs are too crazy for me and I'm being responsible. Oh, oh no. my God. So my last two beers were not IPAs. They were... Uh, PBRs, yeah, because I was being responsible. I mean, Why? five five point two percent instead of six point eight percent. Smart on you, Pam. Good job. But like PBRs, gross. When, when it's, it's, I mean, I still love it. And, even, and, do they not? Do they have hams? Uh, well, the, the thing it doesn't matter anyways because I don't have any sense of taste or smell still, so it just doesn't matter. Like, it, it's it's pointless. I could be drinking water. I'm like, oh, it's effervescent water. Like now's the time to start eating ass because I can't <laughs> taste or smell anything. I like that joke too. I'm working on that. So wouldn't that be crazy though? I could. I mean, I could go back to Burning Man, but as sort of this, I mean, here's how big of an adult I am. I was walking in the Tenderloin and the corner of Geary and Leavenworth, I saw a small baggie on the ground filled with white powder and I walked right by it. I didn't even pick it up. I didn't even taste it or touch it or smell it to see what it was. That is some grown up shit. No, I think that's some responsible shit. That's some responsible. I'm just saying, 12 years ago, I would have picked that bag up. I would have fucking picked that bag up. Yeah, of course I would. No. Pil- floor pills? Oh, yeah. I'd be like, what's this? I'll take it. I mean, I used to be st- stupidly reckless, I guess. That is reckless. Super Damn. reckless, right? Yeah. yeah. No. 
I do right? judge, but I don't find when I find them on the ground, I'm leaving them. Well, I was 12 years ago. I was a reckless human being, and now I'm like, now I feel like I could go to Burning Man and actually. Like and it'd be like Disneyland. It'd be like seeing it through the eyes of a child. Ooh, it's so we magical. Gotta find out how much they gonna pay. Well, I think that so I have a number in my head, and I'm gonna see what number she brings. What number would you say? Twenty days. Twenty days. Seven year old. Do I have to be with that? No, not all the time. She was even saying we can have time off and this and that, and you can have time because that's the thing is I'm gonna want to drink, but I'll never drink around the kid. Will we be doing it by the hour? Or like daily? I mean, that's a good question. If it was like a day, I would charge like maybe, I don't know, 40, 50 a day. Oh, okay. So you're lowballing. Other people were going higher. So if we said, 70 a day? if we said, if, if, well, let's do your first numbers. If we say 50 a day times, uh, times 20 days. I'm so blind right now. That's that's a thousand dollars. That's really low ball. Okay, yeah, that's, that's too low. low. That's way All too right, low. All right, let's step our game up to seventy-five. Okay, so if we try seventy-five a day, I mean, I think a hundred a day at two thousand is probably the lowest I'd go. I like that. I think too. that too. That's San I mean, Francisco and, but that's but no, that's not because everyone else was telling me I should ask for six. Thousand? Yes. God damn. Right? They're like, if you did the number, they're like, what do you get paid, you know, hourly or whatever? And we did the numbers and they were like, you should ask. And I thought that was pretty crazy. I thought that that's was crazy. Gouging. That's they're, what I think. That's gouging. They're not going to. I'm going to see. I'm going to see what number they throw out. I don't think they're going to pay. I, I prefer. They're trying to get you to lose that job. Yeah. I, pref, <laughs> I prefer three, but I'll do it for two. Yeah. Because they're paying for everything else. But that's the thing. It is. 20 the playa I've been there before I've been there three times so I know what I'm getting into it's and that's the thing is it has to be a really specific person to be able to do this job because a I'm a really good nanny I've been a camp counselor and I've been there three times I know what's up and now it's 12 years later back 12 years ago we were like oh we have a phone and it was like a big fucking deal and now like everyone has pads and computers and I but I mean every it's all out there. It's like Wi-Fi people are iPhoning each other like it's crazy but back in the day, it wasn't like that. But I know, I know what I'm getting into, which is which is unique, and I would I wouldn't be going with the same impetus that I did back then, which was I'm gonna do a ton of drugs in the desert. Party, party. I'm not going for that. I'd literally be going for like hanging out with a kid and like experiencing all the art. I mean, I feel like that would be an amazing article. I could sell it to the New Yorker. I was a nanny at Burning Man. Fuck yeah. Right? Experience. Like, who does that? Like, who's who does that? These people must have a little bit of dough. That's what I'm thinking too, because they're from LA. So this is dough. all. I mean, this yeah. is all just like a dream come true for me. I feel like I feel like I'm in this weird like like is it real? Is this really happening? Is it really like is it really real? Wow. It's, it's happening. I mean. And the, and the bummer though is that, and I have to talk to Jonathan about it. We were going to go to Greece. I don't think I can go to Greece from like August 1st through 14th, come back and go to Burning Man the 19th through the 4th. I don't think I can leave the station for like, that's like five weeks of like with a tiny break in the middle of coming back. That's, that's a lot of just like, I just, just, I mean, so I think that, I think that what I'm going to do is. You could possibly go to Greece after. Well, no, because the weather gets not so great. Oh. Like, um, it's better, it's better to do Greece and, in August and September. Um, but if I, I mean, oh God, I don't know. 
But I do. I really want to go to Burning Man. I think you should take the. I think it's like, like what kind of opportunity? Like it's like, I can't even believe it's like the universe throwing. And I don't know if twelve year cycles is a thing, like in any astrology. I guess it is. Twelve year cycles, like um the, the Chinese astrology with the animals. That's every twelve years, right? It is. I don't know. Yeah, it's like tiger, chicken. We're in the year of the pig right now. I'm the year of the cock. I think they're going twelve year cycles. So that's really interesting. Like cosmically, if I go if I go back. Well, crazy. I think you should take the job. I mean, I think you take take the job. I don't think they're gonna just be like, we'll offer you five hundred dollars. Fuck you, no. No, I I mean, how could they do that? I mean, that would be like. you're gonna take me to the desert for because I do this really is I am a really skillful nanny like I really am good with kids and I I would legitimately have fun with a seven-year-old kid like I really think like that would be super fun plus it gives me that's those are the kind of parameters that I need to not do unsafe things in the desert just to be honest because you be going as an adult I'm being very I'm going as an adult uh, aka parent yeah. right well and that's the thing is I don't have a buddy like I did last time or my husband at the time when we went in 2002 and 2003 to, and our whole camp of veterinarians to take care of me when I freaked out on acid and couldn't speak for four hours and was like on the couch driving around and like I mean, I was couldn't see anything. I just I was like colors, flashing lights, blah blah blah. I mean, and, and thank God people took care of me. But that's the thing. That was even 12 years ago. That's my whole point. I can't I can't even do those drugs anymore. Like if I was gonna do any shrooms or something like that, I would like take little tiny microdosing nibbles and be like la 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 la. I just don't want to drool and gibber in a corner anymore. I don't get anything out of that. There's no like. There's there's no third chakra that's opening or whatever, and I'm like I'm so yeah. enlightened now by my drug trip. You're like at the point of been there, done that. Yeah, bullshit. fuck, man. That's yeah. That's the, that's just the process of growing up, and you know, like it, this would be your fourth time going. Yeah, so it would yeah. Be my fourth so it's time. just like well, this experience will because it, it seems like each experience you did go was different in some aspects with a different drug. <laughs> and so this one is a different experience without maybe any drugs but mostly it's gonna obviously it's gonna be completely ex- different it, yeah it's always completely different yeah it's but gonna, yeah 2007 was life-changing but a lot of the like arguments i got in with my friend who came with me that year were about like when are we getting drugs what drugs are we getting what are you taking blah 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 and so just removing that even from the anything of like we're looking I'm looking for anything I'm not looking for anything I'm not looking that's a job within itself I'm not I'm not looking for I don't want anything I'm not into it anymore and and just for me to like realize that just feels like so good because I know I'll never be an opiate addict because of my fentanyl time that I did at that one time (sighs) and I'm I'm not into I mean I like hallucinogens but I mean if I was gonna do acid I'd like put it in a water bottle and sip it all day I mean I'm like old lady now I'm just like old lady drug lady I can't (laughs) I can't, and, the, and with that new stuff, like I'm telling you, I took a fingernail scraping of something called Space Rocks and I lost four hours of my life. It just, whoosh, I woke up in bed and I was like, what happened? And Jonathan was like, oh, wow. Oh, boy. Uh, Space Rock. 
No. These kids, these kids are crazy. I don't understand how strong their brains are. How strong are their fucking brains? They have like plastic brains. I don't know, but people love the hell of fentanyl. I I don't get it. I don't get the drugs, man. I don't get it anymore. I mean, I used to get it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe because I was looking for something different and I... Or maybe that was kind of like the way I connected with my friends, actually. Well, I mean, it gets repetitive after if you've done something so many times. It's just like you don't get any joy out of it anymore. But I still. Hey, but I love drinking. I always get joy out of drink. (laughs) Because that's like a social. It's sometimes hard to like if you're going out. And you know, it's a, to me. I end up getting drunk because I'm enjoying myself by having conversation, sure. not because I'm like I'm here to just sit here and get fucked up. Yeah, and that's what happened last yeah. night. I was gonna leave, but Travis came, and we start talking about magic cards. And then, oh my God, now we're gonna. He's coming over today at three. We're gonna build magic decks live on air because I am a dork. I'm a, I'm a good group with you. I'm a big one. dork, and I want to bring some good decks to Portland because I know there's some dorks up there. I love my dorks up there. I am so excited for this I trip. Know you are. I have so many shows, and I'm like looking on the Facebooks. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've got a show on Friday night, and then Saturday at one, and then Saturday night at Tally Ho, and all this stuff. I'm just, and then Sunday. Are you gonna have anyone filming? Well, I'm like you can bring yeah. your iPad or not your iPad, but I'm gonna bring my yeah, but it, it has a terrible camera on it. Uh, um, but there, the whole reason I'm kind of going is that there's this guy who makes videos at the Helium, which is like their punchline. Oh, check this out! Punchline San Francisco is closing. Why? What? I, oh, no culture. I it's closing. So like it's it's just it's amazing to me that like the biggest. One of the really? biggest two, because Cobbs and Punchline are like, I just think that's crazy that they're closing, and that this town is really- little old Mutiny Radio still exists. Little old Mutiny Radio, owned by a comic, it's not going anywhere. anywhere. La 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 la, please don't burn it down while I'm in Portland. Yeah, and I murder your firstborn. Yeah, I mean. This is, I, I feel, as I got the news this morning that Punchline was closing, I felt a little chuffed because I was like, <laughs> the big boys, who never accepted me, by the way. Oh. Um, but the big the big boys are falling apart? Wow. The so, little girls, the little girls down here in the mission just chilling. So wait a minute. Do you think it's because they weren't making any money? Yeah, they obviously. weren't making any money. Obviously. I mean, I think that... It's it's a real bummer because I, I I mean it's it's a legendary place. Robin Williams performed there. Yeah. Dave Chappelle loved to perform there, uh, and there's a lot of people in in our scene have uh, the the people they do the punchline. I like I said I, I in my first two years of comedy I went every every Sunday for a year, and it 52 weeks I finally got up, and I didn't do that well. So, and I was kind of embarrassed and everyone made fun of me. So I never went back. And oh, I, I know I gave, I gave them and it kept changing people and who's doing it anyways. I know. And then I was like always asking people, Hey, I'd love to be on your show on an off night, a bringer show. And no one would ever book me. And I was like, is it like, I know that Tony Sparks was sort of banned from there. And I was like, was I sort of banned or was did I, banned? I don't know. Tony Sparks years ago. I don't know. I don't know why he, he and I've had the conversation, but I don't remember. And I don't want to tell tales out of school. Yeah. Um, but I just, 
never frequented there because I gave him 52 weeks of my life and I really didn't get anything out of it. And then, and then I got an awesome boyfriend and I was like, you know what? I want to watch Game of Thrones on Sunday nights with my boyfriend. I'm sorry. I know it's only one time of the year, but, but I'm totally down for that. Watching Game of Thrones. What were you talking about before? Oh, just Donald Trump. Just just Donald Trump um, and his uh, tax returns coming from the New York State. The only people with balls. That's hot. Which is amazing. And I'm just so proud of New York. Um, And that was all minutes ago. State Senate bill to help pass tax returns, blah, 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 on New York Post. But I mean, I read that. So it's very exciting. Um, I, I mean, I love it. And, and then you go down a little bit and it says Munchen rejects Democrats' demands oh, yeah. for... And that's the whole thing. It's New York State saying, we've got balls, where we're like, federal tax returns, we can't do anything, we don't know what to do. No, they don't want to do anything. Yeah, I'm wondering, what is the bigger conspiracy? Why do people want him to be president? He's an idiot. The third grade vocab... This was the... I, I, Alice I, I told me... that question. Alice, me. Alice told me, the lady who lives down the street, she's like 80-something. She's a nice, nice lady. We talked to her today. She said, you know, Trump can't read. And I said, I shouldn't spread this fake news. But He's really I, bad at it, yeah. I love that rumor that he can't read. He's not really a great reader at all. He can he's not like R. Kelly, like I can't read, but he's oh. damn near. Like the teleprompter, that's why you can always tell when he's reading a teleprompter. He's very robotic and I think that and how he pronounces his words, hence the grammar that he tweets on Twitter shows you that he very he lacks any kind of vocabulary. But um, yeah, he's a horrible reader. That's why he goes off the teleprompter. So I say what I feel. It's yeah. like, oh, because you can't read. Wow, <laughs> stupid white man. Oh um, man, that makes me so sad. That was one of the things that I used to say about George W. Bush. We had a we had a tear off day by a calendar, and one of my favorite quotes of his was, "I believe humans and the fish." Oh. Why are you doing that, buddy? Uh, I believe that humans and the fish can coexist peacefully. And I was like, what are you talking about, bro? But he said so many dumb things, and I used to rip them off day by day. And and I'd say to people before that he got reelected, and when I was trying to say, you know, why would you vote for him? I, I don't want to believe that I'm smarter than the president. I can't believe that. I'm smarter In my than heart, president. it makes me feel sad. If I feel that I am more philosophical, have more intellect than the president of the United States, and I felt that way about George Bush, I feel like I feel like he's a good Christian with a. I feel like he meant well, I think but I don't dodo. think he's a critical thinker. But I think he's a good guy. But I don't think I don't think he was evil. I think he was a good guy. Dick Cheney was evil. Right. Absolutely. He's but it always made me feel. I always felt badly for him because I was like I feel like I'm smarter than you and you're the president but now I, never I take feel grand, bad for rich white men that's true too I, I take great indignation with the concept that I am way wicked smarter than our president like wow and his administration and, and not that I'm like trying to be a pretentious intellectual douchebag but I am reading Marx right now it's like in my book bag I could open I can show I mean I should I'll show you because here we are but it's just like me being like and I'm not just reading it to look pretentious on the bus I'm like literally trying to get jokes out of it but <laughs> but no I'm also really trying to bone up on my Marxist theory because I claim that I'm a Marxist and and the more and more I read and reread about value and about labor and about the value of labor and about women and about women's labor and 
all of us. It just women work, women work. Yeah, women who work, work women, women who work. work. But it's the the interesting statement in the Marx is that he says that the difficulty of the labor is in, is oppositely proportional to the amount of money you make which makes sense ditch diggers and it's what my mom said when I was little Pammy the world needs ditch diggers too but what I'm saying is let's value their fucking labor yes we need ditch diggers Republican cunt faces but can we pay them can we value them for their the only thing man has is his ability to work and create and we've somehow gone so far away with that we're like oh intellectual thinking is worth so much more now like doctor thinking and doctor doing like that's different you're working on a product the human body but when we're talking about like selling insurance fuck us like fuck you that's your job insurance is a made up thing for people anyways actually insurance is a scam absolutely a scam if you believe in capital and that's the other thing I'm reading his he wrote a whole thing about capital and what is capital and what is value and you know oh man it's like so eye-opening and I see the grander scale and I'm like why do we fall into capitalism why do we let the few have so much and have control over the means of production and over the means of labor and we're going to be having AI soon and then what are we going to do I mean it's going to end I mean we used to be agrarian and fucking farmers and shit and now Girl, that's way long gone. I know. Well, it's not even that long ago. It was like 150, 175 years ago. But that's why. But I do like the fact that people are going back to, some people are going back to like, you know, growing things and noticing that, you know, everything that you get at the store and reading labels now. Sure, sure. You know, even take, take your response. Yeah, even on, yeah, which is even sad. Yeah, my cat food, food. I do gluten free cat food. Oh. I make sure that the first three ingredients are all like actual meat, Meats. not byproducts. Not like what, uh, what like is fat. It? Sometimes they just put chicken fat, corn. Corn, yeah. yeah. Well, my cat doesn't need to eat corn. I mean, dogs, I guess they're omnivores, but. But cats yeah, it's are primarily not, yeah all that <gasps> yeah. starch and stuff I feel like cats I wanna I would love to start a business in the during the apocalypse where like I'm the cat lady and I have my cats are like trained hunter killers and I take them and they murder all the rats and all the little mice and stuff but, they, but they're like my cats right like I bring all the cats to the party like people are like oh but there's animal rats blah and I'm like, well, I can fix this. And I bring in like an army of cats and we just like murder all the pests. And then I bring them back. I'm like, come back, kitties, love you. And I like kiss their little murderous this sounds faces. It's like a horror movie. It's, it sounds like, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like the version of Willard oh. with cats instead of rats. Sure. Yeah. But, the, but Willard is still there. It's just that my cats are going to murder him. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a horror movie. It'll be great. Oh, cats. my cat is so sweet. I've got some great news that I was reading this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, so abort or uh, abortion. Um, so Georgia, this is about abortion, by the way. Oh, good. Georgia, this uh, uh, that shithead governor uh, that stole the election just decided now to um, go through this beat or this beat this bill called the heartbeat bill. Um, our fetus heartbeat bill uh, heartbeat where, bill in Georgia abortion law signing yeah basically they're signing this if they get a heartbeat through a fetus within six weeks you know they can't perform an abortion which medically women do not usually know that they're pregnant between six to eight weeks true and I mean 
<laughs> on my last abortion, I knew right away. I knew. I actually even I can tell you I knew when when he came inside me. I was like, oh my god, I think I'm ovulating, and I was like, I'm gonna get pregnant, and then I did. And uh, so I knew right away. I missed my period like the first day, and I peed on a stick, and I was like, "Fuck!" I don't think I knew until like six weeks. Fuck! Six I was like seventh week. I was like three weeks. In fact, when I went in to talk to them originally, she was like, "Oh, we have to schedule it a week from now because we have to wait because it's too early." Like oh, something yeah. like that, and I was like, "She was like, you really caught it early." She's like, "You had the, you knew right," and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I knew so right away." So that's something new. Isn't that, that funny? Know? So like, if you find out within a week's time, it would be too early. It's too early. So basically, they can't find doomed. anything just to get out. I guess yeah, I don't you're know. Doomed. You gotta, yeah. You know, the funny thing about these shitheads is the fact of like, you know, they. I love how they talk about they care about the un, the you know, unborn child, but what happens when that child comes out? Yeah, exactly. What programs are you there, or what programs are you doing and helping in order for the child to eat to get a great education? Right, because um, being a mom is not. Although we are literally the means of production, we literally, with our bodies, make another body, which could help the world, could be another doctor, could be another worker, could be in anything. We are the means of production. We literally are in charge of the creation of life, and yet it isn't valued. That's, we call it labor when you have a baby, but we don't get paid for that? Why is our work, we're literally using our bodies to create something. That is work. I just I, it's crazy and then it comes out and you don't it's the taking care of it yeah. is work taking care of a baby is work why do we not value that you fucking misogynistic patriarchal motherfuckers why is our labor not worth anything why why are we valueless why I, when we're the means of production I want to shake you it, it, it's <laughs> like a baby <laughs> shiver the baby never shake it, it it's just so, it's so weird to me that again why is this anyone's business? Yeah. I mean, and we're not even talking about rape or incest. Yeah. I mean, no, we're but we're just even talking about like the fact of like, if I decide to go through this, it's personal. Just like a, it's it's personal for a man if he decides to go through a vasectomy. Yeah. There we go. We can fix that shit really quick. Absolutely. Just reversible vasectomy. Get a vasectomy, please. There you go. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't hear. I don't hear and the government. Where is the male birth control? Why don't we give men hormones to make them shoot blanks? Why do we have to take daily medication or implant something in our arm or put something inside of our body? Why does it have to be the woman's responsibility that now you don't want to pay for? Oh, you want to defund Planned Parenthood so that people don't have access to, to their lady parts? Why are it's the means? We are worth something. We're actually worth more than you. you fucking men we create life that's why women are subjugated because they're scared of us because we literally are the means of production you keep we're the slaves now you keep the means of production in slip we work for free forced labor for free is called slavery being a mother is fucking slavery i don't know about all that yeah i don't think being a forced mother's. labor without compensation is slavery. Would you not agree that that's forced labor without compensation agree. is slavery? I, I don't think that's nothing to do with slavery. Forced labor. But slavery is when you force people to work without paying them. Yeah, but they would either get murdered or whipped and killed. Right. But that's, a, that's a product. I'm just saying slavery itself is forced labor without compensation. I would, Regardless I would of the color like of in, your skin. I would say more indigenous servitude. If anything. But it's still then... 
but it's, I mean, that's, if we look at the definition, forced, if we look up the definition of slavery, I bet it is forced labor without compensation. So if you have a baby and you make this thing and you are forced to take care of it because you can't make choices for yourself and your own family planning, you are being put into slavery. I don't know about that. I, I, being a mom is forced labor. No one gets, no one pays you. I don't know. Yeah. I'll work on it as a new joke, but I really think that's real. I mean, I'm gonna look up the I'm gonna look up the definition I, of slavery. I really think it's forced labor. I don't, think, I don't think it's slavery. I don't think it has. I don't think it always has to do with the color of people's skin. I'm though. not talking about the color of people's skin. I'm just talking about what slavery, what the definition is. Yeah, I, um, but the fact that matters the hypocrisy. First of all, these Republicans that are so pro-life, uh, for they're the ones that are cutting off the program so what you're what's going to happen is you're going to have a bunch of teenage teenage pregnancies probably go up um you're going to have a lot of disenfranchised children running around you're going to have and the education system is flawed yeah so i mean there i mean it's it's the sad thing is some people can't afford to go to their other the, the state over that might have um uh, provide oh. you with abortion. Right, maybe you don't have a car. Yeah. Maybe you don't have the public transportation. Yeah, you know, so it's, I don't know. I really need some goddamn coffee. Yeah, yeah. They keep saying, of or relating to evolving to the use of slaves or slavery. Held or being forced into servitude. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A person held in servitude is the chattel of another, so owned. Yeah, so you're right. It's not. It's not the same yeah. because we're. I mean, I guess you're owned by your child, but you're not. It's yeah. I agree with you. It's more indentured servitude. You're yeah. for, it's forced labor without compensation, but it's not. You're not being. You're kind of being held against your will, but not like by whips and chains. And you're right. Yeah. You're right. I acquiesce. You're right. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I absolutely. I'll admit when I'm wrong. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, the fact of the matter concept. is, like, you know, we talked about we talk about this subject like every week on the I radio, know, yeah. and it's just so exhausting. We know why that. We know why these Republicans really want to outlaw abortion because they know the white birth rate is low. And now I was reading there are places in Europe that has an even lower birth rate. Norway, they're having issues. Their birth wow. rate is really low. And Denmark, so... But that hey that's great save the planet don't have a baby yeah but like seriously the white planet yeah but uh, <laughs> color not color just hey everybody we're gonna run out of water stop feeling entitled to have more children like did you, did you have one yep you're okay chill out like but here's 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 the other thing about abortion and the reason that they don't want us especially in poor states georgia is a poor state i don't think that i'm overgeneralizing by saying that georgia is a poor state when you keep disenfranchised people you force them into being a mom but they don't have the education so they can't educate their child you basically kind of make another poor person and what that does for the united states right now is create a new prisoner because we need them to keep that business going, huh? Or it can create a new drug addict. So yeah, that's, pharmaceuticals, let's get make money off them. That's exactly and, what's going on. Or they on. can become fodder for our military. Poor dumb people 
have a couple choices. <laughs> but the thing is, we yeah, don't have to have it. poor, dumb people. We can we can educate our people. We can have, like, we instead of creating jobs in jails, why not create jobs as teachers, educators, enlightening teaching skills that oh, can be used. Oh, that's too much work. We'll just take all the jobs away and make sure people have babies and then what ha- I, what happens after that? Right. Well, then if they want to be educated, well, then you got to go into the oh, army poverty. so that you can... Poverty. Poverty, yes. But why, you know, and that... we Why are we trying to keep our people poor and dumb? I just... I don't understand that. I, that's a question I don't understand either because economically it doesn't help. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make I sense. I mean, the fact of the matter is just like... Okay, so the reason you asked earlier why people like 45. Now, I'm going to speak for those who are 45 supporters who have money. Tax cuts. Tax breaks. He does favors for his one percenter friends. Now, for the rest of the racist clowns, (laughs) I just said it because they're racist clowns. such a racist. But the fact of the matter is you're too stupid. You're, You're deep hatred for people is so infested into you that you don't even have a pot to piss in or you don't even have a job to go to. Well, it's, it's, it's believing in capitalism and thinking that's the savior and saying they're taking our jobs. No, but no, I don't even think capitalism has to do with this. Really? There's so no, not, not when I'm talking about the stupid racist Trump supporter, right? Because they don't, they're, they're, they're so, their hate is so deep rooted they don't even realize that their their Obamacare is getting melted away. But like, or, why do they hate so much? It's because are they? Is it the competition? Is it because of I think, jealousy? Is it? I why? think it has Where something to do with hatred. I, I don't know. I've never had that much hate in my heart I've for either. a group of people I, I or a religion or a sex before. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's ingrained into people. Some people are, I guess, you know, their environment or they believe what all, you know, those Fox lackeys say, you know, they're taking your jobs. That's another one. Right. I mean, the fact of the matter that they feel that people in urban areas and cities are elitist, that's not right. true. Well, and I, I kind of am elitist. I mean, I even having this conversation. Elitist? I'm, I'm like an intellectual kind of elitist kind of scumbag a little bit. I'm pretentious and I'm like, you but know. But does this Lolita's have to struggle? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will. I think everybody has to struggle. Yeah. But some people I mean, do but it with the, nicer but nails. These, and, but these people, <laughs> but these people are so backwards. And then, yeah. and then we'll talk about the suburban people who <laughs> like this fucker. Well, you got, y'all yeah. just bored. Y'all, I, I think, I think it's, it's a, it's a fact of matter of boredom and racism. I, the racism, I, I don't but understand I where it's, I, it's coming I, from. I really still. think it's the fact of matter and though, and the people that oh, will be like, well, crazy. oh, I'm not racist, but I do believe in building a wall or, oh, I'm mm. not racist. Well, whenever anybody says I'm not racist, but you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to finish that conversation going to be fucked up. Yeah. They're going to say something I mean, super exactly. Racist. So I don't understand. And I, especially don't understand you coons who support now we have a small number of those coons that support 45 but you are not invited to the barbecue because coons have a short shelf life okay short very fucking short they well i mean you'll be used by the republican machine and 
and be pissed tossed. out and do you and, exactly and how much money will you get and is was it worth it and you white women you silly bitches you white women that voted for him congratulations you played yourself again if he gets reelected i'm gonna I, I don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna have to move i'm gonna have to move to mexico if, if he gets reelected i hope somebody does me a favor well and here's the thing i can't you can say. never you can never advocate for, and say that you're going to harm the president, but there's nothing wrong with hoping that he commits suicide. I said favor. There's nothing There's nothing wrong with hoping that maybe there's just one hamburger too many. I, that's exa- I'm, come on, stroke. Like, right, I, I yeah. Wanna, I would love to play some craps right now. At this point, like, I'm like, Pence, go ahead. You're yeah. fine. Like, I mean, dude. Not scared of him. He, I'm not scared of him because he has to be around his mother all the time, oh. aka his wife. That like always he, scares me when they call their wife mother. That well, I guess some, the mother of your children. No, no, no. That is some. That's some. What's that? Uh, Bates. That uh, Norman Bates shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's pretty sad. It says one dead, eight injured in Denver school shooting. That's really oh, sad. Oh, yeah. We had another school shooting. Surprise. Oh, my God. Second suspect in Colorado school shooting is a girl. Sheriff says, uh, "Let's oh, read boy. it. Well, let's get let's get back to this. I know, but that's what happens if you don't get an abortion. Then your kid shoots up a school because <laughs> he didn't want to be didn't want to be here." Um, Washington yeah, pro- progressives heavily criticized the signing of the Georgia bill that would make it illegal to receive an abortion after a heartbeat was detected in the womb about six weeks into pregnancy. Georgia lawmakers and had passed the bill in April, but it did not become a law until Governor Brian Kemp signed it on Monday. Boo. The bill, which does not take effect until January first, twenty twenty, will one of the most uh, will be one of the most restrictive abortion bills in the country. Current Georgia state law allows abortions up until the twentieth week of pregnancy. Progressives slammed the bill on social media. Our hero, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. Um, which I put the hero part in there. Six weeks pregnant equals two weeks late on your period. Most of the men writing these bills don't know the first thing about a woman's body outside of the things they want from it. It's relatively common for a woman to have a late period and not be pregnant. So this is a backdoor ban. Yeah. Most of the men... Oh, that's was her thing. Uh, this is backdoor ban. She continued arguing that the potential abortion ban at six weeks of pregnancy would be equivalent to two weeks late on your period. Meaning that this law ignores basic biology. Thank you. Yeah. For context, this kicks in within days of a typical at-home test working. If you were sexually assaulted, stress delays cycle. Took a morning after pill, throws off cycles. Or having a regular cycle, you have no idea. There are a ton of ways that this law ignores basic biology. Hillary Clinton also weighed in saying that six week abortion bans are effectively total bans on abortion as many women don't know they are pregnant at six weeks. They don't. She says, I stand with everyone in Georgia and around the country fighting these illegal measures that threatens women's lives and freedoms. God bless you. See this. Okay. So Brian Kemp, let's talk about this scumbag for Mm. just a hot moment. So he, um, he was running up against Stacey Abrams back in November she was the she was going to be the first uh female black governor oh that'd and, be great but he basically this election was stolen because he um he's i forgot the name what he did for the state but basically when he was running he did not um exclude himself for the job that he was doing working for the state this job that he was doing for the state had something to do with doing uh with the voting ballots no. and what have you yes 
That's so. So yeah. So it's, he, it's so it's really fucked up. She was very close to winning. Like the. It oh, took you a mean just days. like just like Hillary Clinton, so close to winning. No, no. Did like it, it was more kind of like a Florida 2000 oh, okay. kind of thing. All of that almost. stuff. But that's isn't that funny that we're just used to rigged elections now, and we're like, oh, okay. And then why did the Democrats roll over so quickly? Well, they didn't. They they took like a couple of days and what have you, and they're still trying to actually investigate what happened because he basically should have recused himself from the job that he was doing because that would have a conflict of interest exactly right uh, Democrats and abortion rights activists are likely to challenge the bill in court, challenging it on the grounds that it violates Roe v. Wade. Represent, State Representative Ed Seltzer, a Republican from the Atlanta suburbs who authorized the bill, Fuck said you. the law is about protecting the human rights of unborn children. No, it's not. This bill is scientifically sound, legally no, sound, and it passes the common sense test. What common Seltzer sense? Said Tuesday. I can't stand you crackers that say this stupid shit. It's, it, it it's not common sense. It's not... Do you know what science is? Huh? Yeah. Do you know what biology is? I suggest you put, pick up a health book, a sixth grade health book. <laughs> it will tell you about what the vagina can do. Yeah. And what magical. a menstrual. It's a magical What thing. a menstrual is. A menstrual. Not minstrel. Yeah. Not oh, you like mean minstrel like? I don't know. I'm singing it. Oh, the menstrual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The menstrual cycle, yeah. not the menstrual show. Menstrual show. <laughs> Eat some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the watermelon. I had I had some watermelon this weekend, and it was so good. I ate so much fruit and so much meat, and I hadn't in so long that I almost Sounds passed good. out. Like literally, like the world started going. Blah, 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 and I thought I was like getting woozy, and I, I thought someone drugged me. I thought someone oh, put no. acid in my drink. Because I was like sort of hallucinating, but it's because I didn't have enough air. I think that all of my oxygen and stuff went to my stomach to try to digest this food it hadn't had and all this sugar. And I literally like almost passed out. It was really scary. Speaking of scary, I'm going to grab us some coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, Let me find, I'll find some music or something. So we can take a little. Pam's going to be entertaining you. Oh, no, I'm going to find some music. I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. She's saving all her energy. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck me. Last night was longer than it should have been. Did you Uh, in a world of pain? No, no. I mean, I'm not in a world of pain. I I feel fine. I'm just slow. That's all. Uh, Let's listen to some flat black plastic because it's the best. And we'll be right back with more stuff here on Altcast.
Appreciate that we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're black. Okay. I'm not. Sometimes I wish, I mean, not that I'm like wishing I had oppression, but I wish I had a little flavor. You know, like, what? I'm just, I'm, I'm very, I am, I am, I am 100% totally white like there's nothing else in me i mean it, it'd be neat to do 23 and me but oh i actually just did uh 23 and me and i did i did two i did oh. uh, my heritage and oh. the 23 and me actually cool. i i'll pull up yeah please pull up the results they're different they're different results really yeah. that's weird i know oh right? i'm very interested to see what it tells you you are um but uh, the the that to me is like kind of like nerve-wracking like oh man like i don't actually i would have to check on my phone i think oh check on your phone hey i yeah. want to know i think inquiring minds want to know also cast listeners see. what what is latoya made of do, 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 do. Let's see, sugar and they... spice and everything nice uh, i'm a mean old bitch uh snakes snips and snails and puppy dog tails what were you thinking about possibly doing one of those? Nah, I don't give a fuck. I know what I am. I mean, I'm Ooh. Danish, Irish. Uh, uh, there we were some Russian Jew, because it turns out our last name isn't really Benjamin. It was Rakovsky. Oh, so yeah, but they changed it when they came over. You know, to still have a Jewy name, but not sound as Jewy. I guess I don't know what the change was. Um, the that's that's a thing. So. But yeah, Irish, Irish, Danish, Eastern, Russian, sort of. So Jew. you think? So I think. Uh, but I, I know. I know the, a little bit of the Danish stuff. Ikapikanasa, ikarakatunga. So one thing I learned from my grandmother: don't pick your nose and don't stick out your tongue. Also, how to make ebelskiver. <laughs> it's important if you're Danish. Uh, when the Den, when the Danes, when the Danes were in uh, the World Cup, I made ebelskiver for everybody. I love apple skewer. They're round little pancakes. They're really good. You could actually, for a while, you could buy them in the frozen section at Trader Joe's. I found that very funny. <laughs> I just, I was like, oh, we made it. Look how we made it. Do, 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 do. I don't know why this thing doesn't like me. But if not, I might have to just move to my phone. Well, I have to tell you guys again, I'm so excited to go to Portland and I'm a little nervous. And if you are in Portland and you want to hang out with me, I, that's, I put on the Portland um, comics website thing on the Facebook. I was like, I'm coming and I don't need you to book me in shows. I just want to hang out. I've got all the shows booked <laughs> because I get there. on So I get there on Friday morning really early because to make my plane tickets as cheap as possible, I was like, I'll take a 7 a.m. flight. So I get in at I like I get awesome. in at like 845, which means I'll be out of the airport at like 915 and I'll get on public transit and I'll be in downtown Portland. But my buddy who I'm staying with, I believe she works. So I've kind of got the day. So I sent out to all the people in Portland like, do you want to hang out? I like bars. Show me your favorite place to drink. Where do you like to eat lunch? Like, I want to hang out with comics. Like, let's talk joke construction or Game of Thrones or we could play magic, whatever. So I'm really, I'm really excited to be like. It is always smart to like leave early on an early flight because I like to have the whole day myself. I think that's really smart. Like to get a like six or seven a.m. flight. That way, you're like, I have a full day. Because I'm day. usually when I land in the city, I always get excited. Oh, I am like, yeah. I am jacked up about this trip. I am over the moon, and uh, I still have to pack. I'm so nervous. But that's the thing is, it's seven a.m. flight, so it means I either take the very first Bart at like five thirty a.m. Uh -oh. 
or Jonathan is a gem and drives me, but we'll see. I don't want to like super rely on him. But even if I take the first BART at 530, I'm going to be cutting it a little close. Like, because that means I actually have to look that up and see. I'm a little, I'm that, that kind of makes me nervous that I have to get to the airport and the plane takes off at seven, which means, yeah, I know. Right. I might have to do a, yeah, some kind of ride sharing thing. Oh, and speaking of, we can talk about that on the HuffPost lift time to find another ride. Uber and Lyft drivers go on strike strike in cities nationwide. I didn't even know they had a, they had a, they were together in some sort of union. Yeah. Um, I actually, the, my driver told me that yesterday. So let's find out about that because yeah. this, I might not be getting home tonight. Drivers for uh, ride hailing companies, Uber and Lyft, are going on strike in cities across the country Wednesday, demanding higher pay and better working conditions. Thousands of drivers are expected to participate in the strike, as well as rallies and pickets organized by local driver groups in at least 10 cities nationwide, including New York, Washington, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Uh and Los Angeles. In L.A., driver group Rideshare Drivers United is calling for drivers to turn off apps for 24 hours from midnight Tuesday to midnight Wednesday, as well as attend a rally at noon Wednesday at Los Angeles International Airport. In New York, drivers are turning apps off from 7 to 9 a.m. Wednesday and then rallying at 1 p.m. outside Uber's headquarters. LA's Rideshare Drivers United, which has 3,000 members, is demanding that Uber and Lyft guarantee drivers $28 hour hourly minimum rates before expenses or about 17 after expenses because they pay for their gas. Yep, I think that's... Right? Uh, about 17 after expenses and wear and tear on your car and people throwing up in your back seat and just funky ass people. and funky ass people I'm sort of not being nice to you. Uh, $17 after expenses. The group led a day-long strike in March after Uber cut drivers' pay in the L.A. areas about 25% in March, reducing its per-mile rate from $0.80 to $0.60 per mile. Mm. We provide an essential service, but Uber and Lyft investors are the only ones reaping the benefits. Karen Bayumi, a driver who is part of organizing team in L.A., said in a news release before Wednesday's strike, the 40-year-old father of two told HuffPost last month he is a full-time rideshare driver working six days a week from about 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. AM. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Our picket and rally will show that rideshare drivers will not be invisible. We demand justice, he added. The Wednesday strike takes place just one day before Uber's initial public offering set for Thursday when it's expected to issue stock worth up to $91 billion. Public, yeah. Lyft went public in March, valued at more than $24 billion. Oh, wait, there's an airport strike, too? Airport. That's the Uber thing. They're doing it at the airport. Uber did not immediately respond to HuffPost's request for a comment when asked about the impending strike. A Lyft spokesperson said that its drivers earn more than $20 per hour and that over three-quarters of its drivers work part-time, less than 10 hours a week. Virginia Deli Carter... A Democrat is a lawmaker who drives part-time for Lyft, said he'd be among the said he'd be among the striking drivers Wednesday. Good. 
This strike is to send a message to the folks at corporate at Uber and Lyft who are getting massively rich off the exploitation of drivers. It's not going unnoticed, Carter's. Carter told HuffPost. Because ride-hailing company drivers are classified as independent contractors mm-hmm. instead of employees, it's harder for them to unionize, and they aren't insured the same benefits as full-time workers for a company, such as a minimum wage or health insurance. I believe what Uber and Lyft drivers are doing is a valuable service. We bring people home safely after a long night out. We take people to work, Bayumi told HuffPost last month. We are trying to make a living. We shouldn't be struggling, scraping pennies off the floor. Amen. Amen. And you know what? I, if I if I have to struggle to get a ride tonight, I know it. I know it's for a good cause. Yes. Well, Anna, last night I I stayed a little late. I left. I got off work and then I stayed. Anyways, so it was like one fifteen when I started heading home, and I missed the bus was like twenty four minutes. And so I thought, you know, am I gonna get a cab? Am I gonna get? And I didn't really see a lot of like anything going by, honestly. But I walked. I walked all the way home last night. I didn't walk at no one in from the from from mission from the mission all the way to the tenderloin. Yeah, that ain't I me. walked. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I, I do. Not at no one in the morning. I, I, I'm I, I, ain't gonna do I it. like walking. It's Mm-mm. fine with me. All right, I found my. Uh, oh yeah, you found your. Oh okay. What is Latoya, right. the sheriff of so, truth, made of? This is the first one that I did. This is the my heritage, and then I'll show you the twenty. How much did it cost? Uh, this one I think was a hundred. Yeah, a hundred dollars. Yeah, I see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it because I don't. I don't. Um, hundred bucks. I mean, if I, I, I love having a hundred bucks to spend on just frivolously. Usually, I spend it on food, which isn't a frivolous thing. But boy, is it delicious! <gasps> wow! So it's showing on the map. You're you. They took you from West Africa. So Nigerian. Nigeria. Uh, so there's forty. Was that 40.3 and then... 40.3% Nigerian. 16... What is that? 15.6% Sierra Sierra Leonean? Wow. Baltic? Yeah. That tripped me out. And the Kenyan is pretty cool, too. Baltic? And then... Oh, Kenyan. Damn, girl. And then I got five more ethnicities. Wow. So, um... Let's see. Wow, what's with the oh? Because you're indigenous, so Chilean. It looks like. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd oh it go? my okay, gosh! So this is the breakdown of West African. Uh, was that forty nine point uh, three Nigerian, eighteen point six Sierra Leone, East Africa, eight uh, percent Kenyan, Central African, uh, four point three North Africa, uh, three point six wow. Europe. I got a total of 14.2. So the Baltic, Baltic. states, yeah. The Baltic states are 8.5. North and West Europe, Finnish. Wow. There's a total of uh, 5.7. So I'm 2.9% Finnish, 2.8% English, and then Central American. Wow, because that's your indigenous stuff, right? Yeah, it's two. So this, oh, go back. Oh, wow yeah. but that yeah and you're from all over africa mm-hmm. wow but what's with that baltic shit finnish that's who is that slave you think i mean I wow but who is finnish yeah um that was the my heritage and then when i did the 23 and me that one is different too. Wow. 
let's see, 23 and me. 23 and me. Are both know. are both your parents dark? Uh, my dad's a little bit darker than my mom. My mom's more caramel, and then um, I'm lighter than both my parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you attribute that to? Did you do you not? Everyone says I look like have, my great grandmother. Huh? Yeah. So I uh, on my grandfather's side, everyone says I look like Grandma Sweet, who was the one that was fully indigenous. But I, yeah, as you can see. I am not fully indigenous. It says I'm only 2%. All right, so let's sign Leave in the to the DNA relatives. I, I'm interested in this kind of stuff, like where I, maybe it would be. The thing is, I'm all, it's all that Eastern European shit. That's, that's what it is. I mean, my brother went back and did the family tree, and he's the one who found out about that whole Rakovsky thing. So, I'm going to actually do this one on my phone. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye, we're going to do it on the phone. I'm excited about, uh, well, this is more things about the Mueller report. W.H. Block's full Mueller report. Trump asserts executive privilege on Mueller report materials. I just don't understand why people are trying to cover up for this man. He is not loyal to anybody. No. Anybody. He's He's President Donald Trump is asserting executive privilege over Robert Mueller's special counsel report on Russian interference in the 2016 election. Trump has asserted executive privilege over the entirety of the subpoenaed materials. Attorney General William Barr wrote Wednesday in a letter to House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler. The assertion of executive privilege is a major escalation of the administration's war on congressional oversight. Barr wrote that Trump was making a protective assertion of executive privilege to ensure that the president had time to determine whether he'd claim privilege on some of the documents. The assertion came during a House Judiciary Committee hearing to advance a resolution holding Barr in contempt of Congress for refusing to turn over a full, unredacted version of the Mueller report and its underlying evidence. Barr didn't show up for a Senate Judiciary hearing on the Mueller report last week because he objected to the format. They're just putting, trying to put the kibosh on this. Um, here's the letter from the office, the Assistant Attorney General, dated May 8th. The Honorable Gerald Nadler, Chairman, Condi- Committee of the Judiciary, United States House of Representatives, Washington, D.C., 2515. Dear Chairman Nadler, we are disappointed that you have rejected the Department of Justice's request to delay the vote of the Committee on the Judiciary on a con- Attempt finding against the Attorney General this morning. By doing so, you have terminated our ongoing negotiations and abandoned the accommodation process with respect to your April 18th, 2019 subpoena of confidential depart. Uh, of confidential Department of Justice materials related to the investigation conducted by Special Counsel Robert S. Mueller III. We have repeatedly explained the. Attorney General could not comply with your subpoena in its current form without violating the law, court rules, and court orders, without threatening the independence of the Department of Justice prosecutorial functions. Despite this, we have attempted to engage with the committee in good faith in an effort to accommodate your stated interests in these materials. Unfortunately, rather than negotiating to continue, you scheduled an unnecessary contempt vote, which you refused to postpone to allow additional time for compromise. 
Accordingly, this is to advise you that the president has asserted executive privilege over the entirety of the subpoenaed materials. As I indicated in my letter to you last night, this protective assertion of the executive privilege ensures the president's ability to make a final decision whether to assert privilege following a full review of these materials. See protective assertion of executive privilege regarding White House counsel's office documents 20 OPOLC 1 1996 opinion of Attorney General Janet Reno. Regrettably, you have made this assertion necessary by your insistence upon scheduling a premature contempt vote. Sincerely, Stephen E. Boyd, Assistant Attorney General. So now he's um, the Assistant Attorney General is the uh, attorney, for, private attorney for Donald Trump. That's, That's what it sounds happening. like, right? Kind of sounds like yeah, that. Yeah. So we're our like tax that. dollars are paying for his private attorney. Yeah. Great. Hey, well, wink, wink. Sounds good. Yeah. So we don't get to know about collusion because he's like, oh, this could be damning. How is it? That we like figured out Nixon pretty early, but this guy we can't get rid of. Like Nixon just decided to resign, right? Because he's just well, and he's I like, wish there's tape. There, there's tapes. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, I, I. Oh, is it? Uh, it's longer, longer cord. Oh, yeah. Thanks. It's 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 a super 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 bummer that our entire government right now is a sham. <laughs> Like I mean, the people that are supposed to do oversight, they're supposed to be the checks and balances are not being checked nor balanced. <laughs> There's no, everyone's in on it, and uh, and it's a sham. It is a sham. And then the, here's you know the thing. It, it's just it's like it's. Do you remember how many people got really pissed off and how much uh, W's uh, approval rating dropped after Katrina? Oh yeah, like it went. It like he didn't care about people. Yeah. He, and, 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 and then that was and then uh, 2008 that's when the, uh, the recession happened mm-hmm. so everything like his approval rating dropped like and you had you know some Bush fans out there around the time but you still hear about people who support this 45 yeah. I mean it, they're so delu- it's a cult I've said this before and I'll say it again. By this point, it's a cult. I mean, because he's taken away everyone's jobs. I mean, especially in yep. those rural communities. Did, did we already forget that there were 700,000 jobs that weren't paid for almost two months at the beginning of this year? Yeah, that's how we started the year, right? That's how we started the year. We are so stupid and so forgetful. That, uh, do we honestly forget that the government was shut down and that Hardworking people were not getting paid. Federal employees, seven hundred thousand of them. And now, on uh, now, the farmers are are pissed off, which they should be because of the tariffs and what have you, and they're being affected because a lot of the farmers have to sell their equipment now because they're not able to, you know, sell their product or what have you because of all the taxes and stuff and uh, what uh, this administration has been doing to farmers. And those are his main supporters. Those are his main supporters. And And that's the thing that trips me off. Like, you have these people. Now, mind you, his approval rating has not been good since he's been in office. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's never been. But he wouldn't say that. He wouldn't admit that. 
Yeah, it's great. It's, it's good. The numbers are better it's than they've ever been. It's always been like in the 40s and the 30s, which is terrible. It's terrible. But I also terrible, blame terrible, terrible. But I also blame the media for their obsession with him too, instead mm-hmm. of telling you tell his obsession the truth. with himself. Though it's the Twitter thing. I'm telling you, that is he he sets himself up, and then we're not. It's like we take the bait, but we're not doing anything. I don't about think it. the media is. The media is not honest with the American people. That's why people are going elsewhere That's true. That's true. to get their news. And unfortunately, they have to be cautious where they get their news, too. Because in, in contrast to the Nixon administration, they didn't have the technology that we have right now. You had four channels, and then you would read your, your Washington Post or your local papers or what have you. Yeah, yeah. In contrast to now, where you have so much information, you don't know if it's true or not. Well, and newspapers used to be... News used to give both sides of the story. It wasn't myopic. Like this is, it wasn't as biased. You yeah. actually, the whole point of news was that it was supposed to be an unbiased look at what's happening in the world. And now everything's fake news. Everything is biased. This entire opinion. show or- is opinion, hearsay, all that. We're like, we're, you know. You have your shows like your Sean Hannity's and that oh uh, horse. God. What's that horse face lady, Laura Ingram, um, that. Those people think those are real news shows. No, those are opinion shows. Right. And yeah. people sure. are actually getting their news from the opinion shows where it's like there is actually news on Fox News, which I was reading about there's trouble with Fox News right now because oh, the people that are actual real journalists are pissed off at people like the fucker Carlson and the a horse face Ingram and stuff <laughs> um, because of the fact that they're not giving the facts of what the news is. Right. And so, and I mean... You're so funny. You just say the, all the right things. More trouble at Fox News. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. More trouble. More legal trouble at Fox News. Ooh, yeah. Fox News faces new legal trouble for sexual harassment. Ooh. The nightmare is only beginning at Fox News. Ooh. I like this. Yeah, all this. It's, that's Pam's going through. What, what are you on? Are you on Google? I, I, or I, Yahoo? I think it's Yahoo, but whatever. This is, uh, do you want to hear about the school shooting? Okay. It's What's... really sad. Teen boy and girl shot up Colorado STEM school in a vicious act of violence. One student was killed and eight others injured after a rare attack carried out by a pair of school shooters in the Denver suburbs. This is why you have abortion. <laughs> 20 years after the Columbine school shooting massacre, two pistol packing students walked into their schools just seven miles away and what? opened fire, killing one teenager and wounding eight others. We just had the anniversary I like know, last week. 420, yeah. yeah. Police took into custody two suspects at STEM School Highland Ranch outside Denver, 18-year-old Devin Erickson and a younger student whom police said they initially misidentified as a boy but later recognized was a girl. It was a very confusing situation. Douglas County Sheriff Tony Spurlock said at an early Wednesday morning press conference, we originally thought the juvenile was a male by appearance. (laughs) The sheriff uh, and authorities were not releasing any information about possible motive for the shooting. Erickson will make the first court appearance Wednesday afternoon. Spurlock said investigators are still piecing together the chain of events, interviewing witnesses, but they expect to hear heroic things about how students and staff prevented more bloodshed. Kendrick Castillo, 18, lunged towards one assailant when the person entered the classroom. Senior Nui Gasoli told the New York Times. Several other students then tackled the shooter, allowing Giasoli and others to escape the classroom. They didn't have to risk their lives to save the 15 of us who were left, Giasoli said. 
Brad Bailey told the Times that his son Brendan, an aspiring Marine, and two classmates had attempted to halt the attack as it began, but one of his friends had been shot in the chest. Damn. And it's unclear if they were the same students who followed Castillo's lead. Castillo was shot three times, according to his father, John Castillo, and succumbed to his injuries. Poor oh. dude. I wish he had gone and hid, but that's not his character, Castillo told the Denver Post. His character is about protecting and helping people. Eight students, all over aged 15, were taken to local hospitals, but three were released Wednesday morning. When officers arrived about two minutes after the alarm went off, one suspect had already been restrained by an armed security officer, and the other was quickly apprehended in another area of the school, the sheriff said. Fernando Montoya told Denver News 7 that his boy, age 17, had been shot three times but survived his brush with death. Death, thank God he's fine. We are so lucky. 17 with three bullet wounds. Crazy, right? Uh, District Attorney George Brochler noted that the area of his office uh, that his office covers had been the site of two other mass shootings, Columbine and the attack on the movie theater in Aurora. It was, he said, impossible to imagine the community would be would see such another tragedy. And here we are again, he said. Governor Jared Polis called it a vicious act of violence. I can hardly even imagine the horror and the grief the families must be feeling, he said. The sheriff stressed that the investigation was in early stages. The FBI was helping police comb the crime scene and search warrants were executed at suspects' homes. Denver 7 News posted an image of a car being towed from Erickson's home that had Fuck Society painted on the side. A local reporter said it also had 666 and what looked like a pentagram on the hood. Spurlock, of course it's Satan, right? Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done finish. reading this. It's okay. too sad. I'm, but I'm sorry. As someone that was like in high school uh, during Columbine and watched it like on live TV, mm-hmm. the same shit is what was at uh, those t- two crackers that end up killing themselves that did the Columbine. The same thing with the whole pentagram and the 666 and then they were trying to blame Marilyn Manson and the music and what have you. Marilyn Manson's a really smart guy. He is very smart. Yeah. But... I I see it, it's it's funny how history is repeating itself. How these teenagers, though they did not kill themselves, they did not do a suicide pact. Yeah, I thought I think that'd have been smart if they would have did that. Well, I mean, I mean, because you're going to be in prison. Your for life's the rest kind of, your life. of over. Yeah, I mean, you might as well just go down. And Eighteen. Well, actually, it doesn't matter if you're 18 or 17 at this point. They'll still try as an adult. Yeah, I mean, they'll try to try 14 year olds as an adult. You wounded eight, so that's attempted murder. Yeah, you already murdered someone, and then the yeah. fact of the matter. I mean, I mean, come on, school. It's, so it's a school. I'm glad they at least just had pistols. Yeah. The reason why, and I, that sounds very insensitive, but if they had an AR-15, they would have had. There would have been a bigger body count. Well, sure, because and that's the thing too is that they were probably relatively good shots. If one guy was shot three times, what the, a pistol only has six rounds, right? Right. Yeah. So if you so, have six bullets, two guns. That's, that's 12. 12. And so if they shot eight people and one of them was shot three times. I think they the were math. just shooting just randomly all over the place. Oh, and, and bullets you, just and hit. Just, yeah. You know, I yeah. don't think. I, I Obviously, they wanted to do a massacre, but they didn't, thank God they didn't have the weapon power to do so. What the fuck is wrong with. Why you know, Why is this happening? Why is, why is this the trend? I know Columbine kicked it yeah. off in yeah. two, 20 years ago, but it seems within the past, I want to say since the, I guess, the 2010s it is like a wild west the wild wild west when you go to school at first it was just in the high schools and then there was the shooting um um at the university and i think in north carolina or south carolina 
uh last week on friday i believe um i i, I don't i don't get it I, I don't understand. How many school shootings have taken place so far in 2018? <laughs> uh, Is there five? 20, 20, 28. Shall we look at 2018 school shootings and in a list of incidents that resulted? Yeah. Let's see. I looked up USA did, numbers yeah. and to we, see. I, I, I believe a couple months yeah. ago we did the... Uh, the, two th- from 2010 to present right and then but the first one was in the 50s right yeah yeah and then uh, it, you oh, can yeah. look at a graph we and went it, all the way back to the 50s school shootings so far in 2018 come on cnn give me the numbers wow all right we're this is oh my god this is an old article and it's from may 25th of last year and it's we're 21 weeks into 2018, so about the same time as last year. And there have already been 23 school shootings Shit. where someone was shot or killed. That's more than one shooting a week. So Seaside, California. Uh, these are the Californians. Palmdale, California. Los Angeles. A 15-year-old boy was shot in the head and a 15-year-old girl shot in the wrist at Sal Castro Middle School. Oh, jeez. They called it unintentional. A 14-year-old boy went to Highland High, a former school, and began shooting a semi-automatic rifle shortly before classes were scheduled to begin. The 15-year-old boy was struck in the shoulder. Mm. A teacher accidentally discharged a gun during a public safety class at Seaside High School. I remember that. (laughs) So there were two in Texas, uh, but 23 total. And then there was the famous one in Florida. Right. There's. um, It was Noblesville, Indiana, Santa Fe, Texas, Palmdale, California, Ocala, Florida, Raytown, Missouri, Gloversville, New York, Lexington Park, Maryland. Oh, Raytown, huh? I just, yeah. I'm, that's, this is a lot. And that was, I mean. That was just this time last year. Right. In one year. 23 in a year. What is wrong with our, we're gun, we we're wrong? like going, and, the, and, and then I, I was reading about Florida is actually going to go on with possibly arming teachers which is going to be insane which is going to be even a bigger body count i mean come on do you know how many disgruntled teachers there are too and do you know how many students could find that gun that the oh this is interesting the very first school shooting was actually november 12th 1840 in charlottesville virginia Ooh, charlottesville again john anthony gardner davis a law professor at the university of virginia was fatally shot by student joseph sems and died three days later Damn. uh november 2nd 1953 louisville kentucky student matthews flowney ward was shot shot the schoolmaster william hg butler as revenge for what ward thought was excessive punishment of his brother the day before butler died ward was acquitted (gasps) august 16th 1856 florence alabama the schoolmaster warned students not to harm his tame sparrow threatening death one of the boys stepped on the bird and killed it when the boy returned to school the master took the boy into a private room and strangled him the boy's father upon hearing what had happened went to the school and shot the schoolmaster dead okay i I can understand that you try to strangle my kid but that kid was fucked up anyway plus it was in alabama 1856 so there was slavery Mm. so you, you cracker go ahead kill each other crackers white on white crime yeah july 8th 1858 I, I, you said that one or some, once uh, one time you said like nothing makes me happier than white on white crime yeah or something like that and you were like yeah, it makes yeah. me laugh it makes me smile give, white give on white a little crime. Like, <laughs> nothing makes my heart smile like white on white crime <laughs> it's, just, it's funny july 8th 1856 baltimore maryland 
the 15-year-old son of Colonel John T. Farlow, Baltimore's Marshal of Police from 1867 to 70, was killed... Uh, during a Sabbath school gathering. The perpetrator escaped, uh, but several arrests were made. Uh, and then, that these are all the 1850s and 60s. It's crazy. There's tons of them. Um, there's a bunch in the 1860s, 1870s. So, I, I it's just, there's school shootings have been going on. Ooh, as this is March 6th, 1884 in Boston, Massachusetts. As news of outlaw Jeffy, Jesse James reached the East Coast, young boys started to imitate him. Oh, For instance, shit. boys shot at police investigating their activities at the Concord Street Schoolhouse. So this is kind of like the... Copycat, copycat killer. Copycat. Yeah. yeah. We're reading it in the newspaper. Oh, this is funny. This is awful. March 15th, 1884, Gainesville, Georgia. In the middle of the day, a group of very drunk Jackson County farmers were shooting their revolvers as they headed down the street, driving people into their homes. As they approached the female academy, girls fled from the yard into the school. The farmers followed, firing several rounds into the school door. But no one was hurt. So it's just a school shooting, but no one was hurt. But, but that's terrible. Yeah, drunk guys. Drunk guy. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? <clears throat> it's crazy stuff. Uh, 1890s. Okay, so 20th century. There's so many of them. Gun There's culture. so many. Um, nine-year-old Arthur Roberts was shot in the head and killed outside his school during a military drool, drill by school children in Dayton School District armed with old guns believed to be empties. Empty. The children pulled the trigger. December 20th, 1907 in Chico, California. Oh, shit. They thought they were empty guns. Like, let's play with the old guns. Boom. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. I'm just... This is Wikipedia. It's amazing. This is this there is really so sad. Many. This is so sad and so scary. Yeah, and eighties. Ooh, let's go to the eighties. Yeah, the eighties um, decade. January seventh, nineteen eighty, Stamps, Arkansas. Sixteen-year-old Evan Hampton, a high school freshman student at Lafayette County High School, waited in a classroom for nineteen-year-old student Mike Sanders, whom he immediately killed. Hampton went to the principal's office, turned in the gun, and waited for his arrest by police. Why do you just? Mm. I he was pissed. Yeah, so he got see. a pistol. Yeah, hey, but um, uh, let's see. Where's Columbine? Nineteen ninety nine. We gotta go to the nineties. Oh, that was that was ninety nine. Really? Yeah, that was twenty year, twenty years ago. Wow, there's so many. I'm just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And are I, we still in the eighties? We're st- we're in the nineties now. Oh yeah. Um, Maybe Columbine was the one in Littleton, Colorado. Yeah. Columbine, that's the one. Yeah. 15, mm-hmm. including both perpetrators, 21 injured. They had uh, semi-automatic crazy. weapons, I believe. Yeah, Columbine High School mass- Massacre, 18-year-old Eric Harris and 17-year-old Dylan Keebold. Students at Columbine High School killed 12 students and one teacher. They injured 21 additional people, and three... T- and three more were injured while attempting to escape the school. The pair committed suicide in the library yeah. after a brief gunfight with police, police at the end of the massacre. See, they were smart. They killed themselves. They used a 9mm high point carbine rifle and a Savage 67H pump-action shotgun sawed off. Jesus. Multiple pipe bombs, propane tanks, gasoline bombs. Oh, yeah, because they were learning. They had books on uh, pipe bombs. I remember that. An Intratech T. ECDC9 semi-automatic pistols 
and Stevens a three three eleven D double barreled sawed off shotgun. Yeah, they're going to war. After that, I believe was Paducah, because I remember uh, I was still in high school. Conyers, Georgia, Deming, New Mexico, Fort Gibson, Oklahoma. Bless it just you. goes on and on. Thank you. Um, there was the one that our good friend uh, Zach Wiseman was in that he had tells a joke about Bethel, Alaska. The Bethel Regional High School shooting. A 16-year-old student, Evan Ramsey, killed Bethel Regional High School principal, Ron Edwards, and 15-year-old student, Joshua Placidos, and wounded two other students. That was in 90... That was in 97. 97. Yeah, and he has his joke where, you know what happens when you're in a school shooting? You get to eat pizza for a month. <laughs> um, so tell us the results. We'll, we'll get into something a little happier. Tell us the results of the oh, other heritage. So, so my heritage said that you're from Africa and that you're... Well, and Baltic I mean, states and other things. All right, so there's the other. This is the other one. Um, I like the 23andMe uh, the way they have the graph. So I'll. Oh show yeah, you. okay. Um, so now it, they didn't say you have any of that uh, that Chilean that that uh, indigenous people yeah. stuff. So notice on the map, though you p- radio people can't see it. Just use your imagination. Yeah, you know what they um, look so like. So the percentage of uh, sub-Saharan African is seventy-seven percent, as opposed 4. to they said before it was forty-four, right? Yeah, or yeah, it was uh, sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Yeah. Gotcha. So West African is uh, six point or sixty-four point one. So that would be Nigerian uh, thirty-two. Point five percent, Guyana, oh. Libra, uh, Sierra Leone is sixteen percent, Semgabian and Guyana, uh, three point eight. Broadly West African, eleven point eight percent. What does broadly West African mean? So I'm they guessing like know. mostly. I'm guessing possibly that region. But that's, that's where the thing. slaves were taken from, yeah. primarily. And then there's uh, Congolese, which I love. That's awesome. And Southern East African is eight point seven. When are you going to Cong- get your reparations? Like we can, you can literally prove ask, now. Ask that, the goddamn government. That. I mean. I want my I want my reparations. Absolutely. Um, and then there's African hunter gatherers. So I, I guess that's a tribe that I just don't know. Zero point one percent, and then broadly sub-Saharan uh, African, which would be Sahara Desert, and I believe that includes Egypt and uh, oh, Tunisia, sure. and, uh, Niger. Uh, Four point five, and then we're going to the European side. All right. So. This is where it gets funny. So the other one said, I believe, 15 or 17%. Finnish, Baltic, and... Yeah. So it says I have 19.4% European, and it breaks down Northwestern European, 16.2%. British and Irish, 9.4%. French and German, 1.1%. Broadly, Northwestern European, 5.7%. Southern European. This is where none of that came into play in the other... Right. um, So like in Spain and shit. Yeah. So there's Spanish and Portuguese. Interesting. 0.1%. Broadly, Southern uh, European, 0.1%. 0.5% broadly European 2.6. I don't know what the broadly European is. That's weird. I guess I can't pinpoint it. And then this, these results were not on the other, my heritage either. So there's Eastern Asian and Native American 2.1%. Northern Asian and Native American is one point one percent. Native American one percent. Chinese and Southeast Asian what 0.4 percent. Uh, Indonesia, Thai, Kermer, and Mayama. That's pretty dope. 0.2%. Broadly Chinese and Southeast Asian, 2%. Chinese? Yeah. 
what up my asian niggas um brawley yeah brawley east asian, yeah brawley east asian and native american 0.7 percent then we have western asian and north african 0.3 percent then we have um southeast asian two percent and then un uh unassigned which that means there's something else bitch but we can't tell what we don't know what it is 0.6 percent maybe it's alien but yeah it's different you should do a world tour and go all the places that you're from if you notice um so on the map though you people can't see i have nothing in the americas obviously everything is european african like that whole map i'm yeah yeah wow so, see I, that, I, that's why i don't want to pay to get it done because it's gonna be like are you a basic white bitch like i don't think there's don't gonna think be so. anything fun in you, there i don't you, think there's gonna be i mean i would love i would be over the moon if i found out that i had some chinese in me i'd be like oh, motherfucker there is no there is no did Asian you say there was russian yeah Ju- there's so russian there's, there's eastern there could, european there could be like, there russian could be Jew. a possibility because people travel my people came from the shtetl in in the russian Jews. i i always suggest people to maybe just do at least one or what have you but here's the thing Did you have to swab and send yeah, it in you swab and send it in i think it's worth it but be cautious with the ones that you choose like por ejemplo do not fuck with my ancestry oh it's it's run by the mormons that ancestry.com is the mormons oh really Mm -hmm. i did not know that Mm -hmm. i just read that ancestry and then there's another one that has been given their your dna to (gasps) like the fbi shut up yeah without i don't doubt it for a second yeah so be cautious with with which who one. you give your dna to yeah exactly oh my god yeah i forgot the other name of but and my ancestry i think was one of the big ones that was caught doing that that does not make me happy at yeah all. That and that's a bad, invasive. bad thing that's a, because you're paying you you're, you're thinking you're just getting your dea dea dna and then the dea comes after you exactly that's exactly what i was thinking um but what i want to tell you something but when we what we're closing on this is an idea that i have and i'm hoping that you will be like that's a good idea pam so in June for the station, I want to do the 3,030 thing again. The uh, the big fundraising month, June's try to make the month of June um, 3,030 days at Mutiny Radio. And so I want to at the end of it, at June 30th, the last day, it's a Sunday, and I pitched this to Benders as an idea for for a um, for a fundraiser for mutiny radio so i would call it like because i work at the counter offer and and sundays are really dead there so i was like what can i do to bring in business so i want to do like iron counter offer like iron chef and so what we would do is people would come and they would donate ten dollars to mutiny radio and then they'd bring us an item of food and it can't be raw meat. It has to be fruit, vegetable, boxed, canned, fresh fruit or veg, fine. Something boxed, canned, pasta, grains, whatever. But it can't be raw food just because we don't know what the quality of it is. Should or whatever, we just right? do like maybe vegetarian, you think? Oh, no, no, because we can do it at the at counter offer. Okay. So we'll okay. use. So all the people that donate and bring us a thing of food, and then we use the counter offer larder. So we have everything else that we always have burger, meat, and whatever else. Okay. And we compete against say hotel utah's kitchen staff and then we have three rounds appetizer main dessert 15 minutes for the appetizer 
25 for the main, 15 for the dessert, and we go head to head. And then we have three celebrity judges. I bring both Job Rocker Maxes, which are portable PA, so I don't even have to hook into the vendor system so I can walk around. I have people doing a live Instagramming and live YouTubing. Oh, so it'll be like the thing. I'll, I'll be walking around with like a microphone being like, so then they're using the jukebox, but then we turn it off when they're judging. We get celebrity judges. So if they okay it, I want to get like Stuart Shuffman, Broke Ass Stuart and like Peaches Christ or something or one of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence and like get... Maybe the maybe the new food critic from the Chronicle, and have them be on that stage. So when the people make their, they're gonna make four dishes, one for each of the judges, and then one to take pictures of for Instagram or whatever, because this is all promotion. But then we're gonna auction off that thing to make more money for Mutiny Radio. So the fourth plate, anyone can try, but it'll be like an auction. Like I want it, five bucks, ten bucks, a twenty, and they donate to Mutiny Radio, and then they get to try it, and then they're like the guest fourth judge or whatever for that, and then Mutiny Radio makes money. But also because counteroffer and vendors are dead on Sunday, so we're bringing in drinks to the vendors so I do it at like so I'd say people start arriving and bringing your items at 5 but the actual thing would be from 6 to 7.30 and then people obviously are going to stay and they're going to be hungry so they're going to buy counter offer food because they just watched all of us cook and be awesome and I like that isn't that a good idea I think that's a great idea especially the fact that competition between Hotel Utah and that is yeah wouldn't that be fun make it happen right so I, I I wrote up the proposal and I gave it to both vendors and counter offers so I'm really hoping that they are like yes so, yeah because the, here's the good thing like um, let's see in June there's like no playoffs or anything like that going on so it'll help there's bring nothing money going on they'll help bring money into the the bar yeah I'm just I've noticed that Sundays are dead and why is that I don't know because there's a nice deck I know I, I mean I love it there but and so that's the thing is lately I've been there kind of on Sundays at like five o'clock and I'm like, where are all the people? Why is nobody here? And it must be because they're all watching Game of Thrones. But we actually were watching Game of Thrones on the back patio because we had our Game of Thrones doesn't start until later. So yeah, six o'clock is when yeah, it comes out. And people usually like to daydream and do their brunch yeah. and stuff like on Sundays and what have you. What's wrong with Cause that? Because I don't, that's weird. I think it's, I'm really excited. And I hope it works out. I think you should do it. I'd, I'd, I'd like to. Thank you so much for being here today and sharing oh, your yeah, ancestry. Oh, have, have fun. Oh, my God, dude. I'm so excited. You're going to have fun. Uh, hey, next week, this will be Flat Black Classic. That'll be exciting. And the following week, you'll have LaToya back with Joanna Bateman of Monday Night School. Joanna is amazing. I was on her show on Monday, and she's just a, a well of positivity and, and wonderment. So thanks for joining us on the AltaCast. We'll be back. I'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, bye. Bye. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Thank you.
my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast and post show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show. One of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside you can find counter offer, and my offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit, it's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamylicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. This is Tuchel Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be 